I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Coming up on TMS, I find the whole vulva fun. Maybe Busema? John Busema? Not Sal Busema? Kojak with a Kodak. If Pornhub has taught us anything. Lorenzo's Llamas. It's your poop now. You all have more butthole knowledge than I do. Going to Chocolate Town costs $50 extra. It's Monday or Wednesday today. Cops and dude. Lady in her bedclothes. Truckers have 45 names for cops. Speaking of white hair, there is no transition. What kind of a deal with Bill? Major spoilers and more. On this episode of The Morning Stream. I still can't believe when I had my burger, there was something spicy. I tell you what's wrong with it, there ain't got no gas in it. This is The Morning Stream. The hell you say? Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It's October 4th, if you can believe it, 2021, uh, four days into this new month already. So we better, we, we best get going here mm-hmm. with the TMS mm-hmm. part of the month. Uh, Today is a 10-4, good buddy. Is it? Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. How come they, they've got talk like a pirate day? They don't have talk like a trucker day. Yeah. Why is that? Is it because the pirates don't exist in the form that they used to? And so we can say all we want about them, but truckers still do. And so, you know, you don't want to besmirch. <laughs> We don't want to offend the truckers. Yeah, I don't want to offend a trucker. Yeah, breaker, breaker, one nine is uh, this. Here's the rubber duck. I'm about to lay the hammer down. My dad used to have. My dad was really into the CB radio thing for a while, and uh, our we had a boat and a motorhome that both had. uh, We go to Lake Powell all the time, and they both had these uh, CB things, CB radios in them, and so he. I always thought this was so weird. I still think it's really weird. He'd get out on the road and he'd have conversations with actual truckers because he'd be listening on their their channels and they'd be going, breaker, breaker, I got a thing with the deal and whatever. And my dad would break in and go, yeah, this is, uh, and he'd have a name for himself. I don't remember what it was. It's like, this is Wet Noodle. We're uh, we're coming around. (laughs) And he just had like these full conversations with these guys as if he was part of this, this little crew, you know? 
And at the time, I remember thinking, "What is he? What is this language? Who are these people? What are they saying?" I mean, the the uh, the big reason to do that is is because they're going to let you know where the bears are hanging out. Where's <laughs> where's uh, oh, they've even got a bear in the air. Where are they? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, and the Smokies. They got to watch out for Smokies. That's Smokies. The, I think uh, those are the same things, aren't they? Well, bear, Smokey and the Bear. Oh no, Smokey and the Bandit. Wait. <laughs> 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 bears are uh, officers. I don't know what Smokies are. I thought Smokies were the because Smokey and the Bandit means cops and 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 dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know now. Right, I don't actually know uh, what is Smokey short for. I don't know what Smokey right because I know what you're saying right because the Burt Reynolds thing Smokey was the sheriff chasing. Maybe it's a uh, sheriff versus uh, um, state cops or something like that or. Highway Patrol or something like that. I don't know. I found a list. Any of the uh, any of the fine officers uh, out there who listen to the show, you want to confirm or deny any of these. But some of you get called Barneys because of Barney from the Andy Griffith Show. So that I guess that stuck around for some people. You get called a Barney, a mm. uh, cop, obviously uh, a dick. That's for detectives, though. Mm-hmm. Um, a five zero, the fuzz. Oh, they say five zero a lot on uh, the uh, the, um, uh, the with the wire when they know cops are coming around. The, the guy will go five yeah. zero, and everybody will like high. Yeah. Uh, the fuzz, we know about that. A gumshoe, jeez, what is it? The twenties here, jeez. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. The uh, oh, there it is, Smokey. Uh, I found it in the list. Smokey, yeah. Smokey is uh, is another term for. I mean, it, it does come from them using bears as uh, the the officers. Mm. Uh, Bear rolling discos is a speeding police car with its lights, lights flashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my favorite one. Kojak with a Kodak nice. is a police officer running radar. Nice, nice. <laughs> also, they go. Bear is yeah, a I saw a Kojak with a Kodak about four miles back behind that sign, like that kind of thing. Right. That's what they do. Yep, exactly. Really, they just it's like uh, it's like Inuits and snow. There's about forty five words for mm-hmm. bear, yeah. or for uh, officer in the. Um, that's fantastic. CB language. Flying donut. Yeah. Uh, Fox in the hen house is an unmarked police vehicle. Nice. No one. So they just say that, but only truckers say that. No one else says that, right? That's like a trucker only. Yeah, deal. no. No. Okay. I like when they talk uh, in code. Do they do popo or pig? Uh, you know, pig I don't see is- that one listed. Uh, polar bear is a white unmarked police vehicle. Mm. Oh, listen, Super I found trooper, some. A taco I found, stand. I found some British ones. Uh, Zoe, you have to tell us in the chat if these are any good. Uh, Bobby's on the beat, uh, <laughs> blue bottle, Roz, okay. Nicker, and Plotter. Wow! Yeah, Plotter like P L O D D E R. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just plodding along. That's right. Now down there here we'd say Popo. Up in Canada it says Ontario specifically. O Popo. Weird, right? O it the is. letter O and then P O P O. O Popo. Oh, oh, oh Popo. Oh Popo. Popo up there. Canadians are weird, man. All right, so uh, they have some destinations in uh, CB slang, right? So if you say you're going to Disney Town, yeah. that means you're going to Anaheim, California. Got it. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the CB term for a place. You tell me uh, where that where that trucker is headed. Go where he's hauling his hogs. All right. Uh, let's start with an easy one. How about uh, Bean Town? Bean Town is Boston. That is exactly correct. Okay. How about Chocolate Town? Uh, ooh. 
I really hope this isn't a race thing. <laughs> Costs you an additional uh, 50 bucks to go to Chocolate Town. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, Her- Hershey, Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. That's exactly right. Hershey, really? Pennsylvania. Good job. Yep. Oh, all right. Yep. Uh, how about, uh, let's see here, uh, Flagtown. 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 D.C.? Uh, no, Flagstaff, Arizona. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Good flag right there in the name. Okay. Uh, let's see here. How about um, quarterback? This is more of a less of a destination, more of a a way you'll get there. Quarterback. I guess this doesn't. This wouldn't be a good one for you because you don't know about. I mean, I mean, obviously you know there exists an Interstate Twenty Five, but it doesn't go through Salt Lake City, oh, no. so never no, mind. We're all I fifteen all the time here. Yep. Uh, how about uh, Steel City? Steel City would be Pittsburgh. That's exactly right. Uh-huh. Um, the sticker patch. The sticker patch. My sister when she was 12. No. Um, <laughs> let's see. Sticker patch. That's got to be something with like stuff that pokes you. Like that kind of sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, what, what pokes you? So what would be the sticker patch? Uh Oh geez, um, I don't know. What what, what is that? Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, reference to cactus. Oh, duh, cactus duh. So you were you were like right on the, right in the. Uh, um, Man, I'd fit right in, in with these guys in the I, range. Yeah, how about yeah. the silly circle? Uh, the silly circle, <laughs> the roundabouts in Ireland. No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> silly circle. Silly circle. The silly circle. Yeah, breaker one nine. I'm heading to the silly circle. I have no idea. That is the Capitol Beltway, which is the beltway that goes around Washington, D.C. Oh, I should have known that because it is kind of silly. It's a big loopy de- deal. Okay. Uh, let's do one more here. How about this one? I like this one. <laughs> rhymes with fun. Hey, where are you going? Uh, break break one nine. I'm heading to Rhymes with Fun. It's literally Rhymes with Fun or this word Rhymes yeah, with the, Fun? Yeah, the word, the, the, the place description is called, quote, Rhymes with Fun, end quote. And and it's not in uh it's it's a destination outside of the United States, but still in North America. Oh. So it's Canada probably. Or Mexico. Correct. It is a place in Canada. Okay, it is Canada. So let's say I have no idea. What would (laughs) rhymes with fun? I have no idea. Uh, J.K. Graber did, yeah, has it. It is Regina, Saskatchewan. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible, truckers. You got all these boring ones like, yeah, we're going to the silly circle and, you know, stuff like that. Right, and, exactly. And they got a but vagina joke. Man, just go straight to it. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, fun Gina. Uh, all right, but that doesn't make sense. Rhymes with fun. Yeah. It doesn't rhyme with fun. No. No, but it rhymes with something fun. Yeah, Regina. So that's, but that's effed up. You should say rhymes with something. I'm heading over to rhymes with something fun. That's what they should well, say. Well, now you say rhymes with a vagina. <laughs> right, but they say it rhyme. I'm going to rhymes with fun. Yes. If I say that, that means the thing I'm going to rhymes with fun, right? You're, you're thinking way too literally. Like rhymes with like rhymes with something fun. This town rhymes with something fun. <laughs> All right, these guys, I don't know, man, truckers. 
I can't. I can't wait till automated truckers take over the whole thing, and it's nothing but robots beeping, right. booping oh, back man. and forth. Ones and hey, zeros. Hey, we have trucker. We have truckers listening. So uh, it'd be uh, trucker one zero one zero one one zero zero one one zero zero one 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 zero. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, that's fun. Hey, uh, I wanted to give a quick shout out. He's not in the chat. I don't know if he'll even hear this, but a shout out to Siv in our in our uh, our community. You know, Siv. Siv's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Love Siv. Uh, I'm not even going to tell boy people. Here. Local boy uh, here. Local Colorado boy. Yes, he is. Uh, I'm not going to give any specifics as to why. He knows what he did. I just wanted to give him a shout out for it. That's all. He'll oh, know. he'll know. Okay. He'll know. It's our little secret. I'm going to waste okay. everyone else's time with our little secret. <laughs> And uh, and say that you know our our podcast listeners complain about all the visual stuff we do. This is good because now you're given something that everybody but one person can complain. One about. single human being in the entire <laughs> audience knows. No one else has. I idea. think that's fine because you know I uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Shane Maddox because uh, he know what he did. He he knows what he did on uh, Friday. No. Um, no. Yeah. Bought, bought me a burger. Is oh, what he did. Bought nice. me and Tina burgers and and uh, very powerful gin drinks. Hold on. Also, uh, Shaved Maddox also a local? I didn't know that. No, he's not. He oh. was visiting from uh, Waukesha. He oh. and a couple buddies came in for the 311 concert. They decided to come original to Red Rocks. Oh, did you check the color of their energy while they were here? Or, or I no? did. It was it was amber. It oh. was a bright amber, and oh. there was a mosquito stuck in it. That's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, That's anyway, cool. we went out to dinner on Friday night and uh, had a great time. Uh, he's a great guy, and his buddies, Dave and Mike, were very cool as well. So Shane, if you're listening, hey, there he is right there. Hey. Shane, you're awesome, and thank you for buying dinner. You really didn't have to do that. Yeah, what a um, nice guy. I, He's also a very yeah. talented programmer. I happen to know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something might be happening. Mm. Yeah, um, really. mm. Also, uh, what else is going to say? I was going to say something about the uh, the, sh- the shaved. Oh, the three eleven. I've been listening yeah. to 311 this weekend. Isn't that a little oh, weird? That yeah. is weird. Weird uh, coinky dink. I don't know why yeah. I did. I just got in the mood. I heard, maybe I heard it on a playlist and I went, wait a minute, what are they doing lately? And they got this 2019 album that freaking bangs. It's so good. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, when that came out. Yeah. Uh, Shane, what'd you think of Red Rocks? This was his first time going to the uh, Red Rocks Amphitheater, oh, which is, is just they, an incredible place to see a show. That's where they performed. That's cool. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? If you're going to Denver, go. You want to go there, right? That's like going exactly. to Carnegie That's Hall. Like, or and you can go there even if there's not a concert going on there. You can go there and and as you've seen on many a TikTok, uh, run up the <laughs> the friggin' steps of the uh, the platforms. I the keep seats. getting these TikToks. They just show up in my feed, and I send them to Brian every time because I know this is that place. And yeah. uh, my favorite maybe was a giant group yoga video. With like, I don't know, 100, 200 women doing yoga, yeah. all spread out yeah. on these on these seats doing yoga. And somebody had just made like a horrible cacophony of fart sounds as the, ba- as the soundtrack <laughs> for it. Just downward facing dog echoing uh, farts yeah. all over Red Rocks. The all acoustics over Red Rocks. there are yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, I want to see that place. I heard um, somebody just performed there comedy-wise and filmed it. Who? Oh, uh, Bill Burr has a yeah. special coming, I guess. Bill Burr, there. yeah. yeah. And the last yeah, there was one, a Brian Regan show from. Uh, oh yeah, I recommended that one. That it was, was awesome. On Netflix. Yeah, that's not even that's that's not even a year old. That thing came out like eight. Nine oh, was it ago. that? Oh, that recent. Okay, <clears throat> I guess the concert there was two years ago because Tristan wanted to go and it was. Oh, it was because the, the one I saw, they yeah. were all in masks and separated by six or eight feet or whatever. Oh, maybe it was. Wow, maybe it was that recent. Maybe huh. he's done. Maybe he came back and filmed. He, it. he could have come back. Yeah. Yeah, it was good though. It was very funny. He has white hair now, so there's that. Well, yeah. Look out, everybody. 
Hey, speaking of white hair, there's no, there's no transition here. Uh, <laughs> Venom. Tell me about Venom. You went and saw Venom. Yeah, I went and saw Venom 2. Uh, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, only in theaters. So Tina and I went and we saw it only in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, look, if you like the first Venom, this is going to be more of the same. Uh, uh, Hardy's great. Um, the briefest of appearances by Michelle. Well, not brief, but she's not in it a whole lot. She's she's more there to be the damsel in distress for part of it, but uh, she's also... Who? Michelle who? Michelle Williams from... Um, oh, you didn't say Williams. You just said Michelle. I thought I said Michelle Williams. Okay. Uh, anyway, Michelle Williams uh, is who I'm talking about. You like about. her that much or that close to her that you're like, you know? Yeah, yeah, just call her Michelle. Yeah. yeah me exactly. and Michelle were like this. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the other guy who's in it who plays her new boyfriend. Because um, you've seen him in everything. Reed Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know that guy. Yeah. Uh, a Veep. He was the, he was the main um the, kiss the, a suck up on veep yeah the one that would quit and then <laughs> right exactly right yes. and, yeah yeah that guy was great he's good he's great um but you know all in all the whole thing was really good woody harrelson made a great um uh carnage there's a lot of cgi venom versus carnage fighting that's like all right this maybe went on a little too long but mm. again if you like the first one then the second one's going to be good the stinger though is what really got the audience excited obviously i won't say anything about it but uh if you are going to see venom 2 and you've never been to a marvel movie before and you don't know that they put stingers um just make sure you stick them in or uh, stick around for the uh uh for the stinger because what they stuck in there was incredible Mm, i have a feeling just tell me if i'm warm i'm not going to give it away as I have no idea. All right, everybody, everybody who cares about spoilers, uh, thirty second countdown. Okay, I have go. Zero idea what this is, so I, I'm not coming to it from anything. But it's got to be some final, finally, the Spider-Man crossover is happening, right? Something like that, right? It's got to be. You're warm. You're very warm. I'm very warm. Okay. Right. Yeah. I feel warm. <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. I, I've heard from most people that like if you like the first one, this is more of that and slightly better. So, sounds yeah. like that's what you're saying. Oh, and Andy Circus directed this. Is that true? Andy Circus is the director. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. that's so, uh, a trip. Hold on. Yep. What else has he directed? Venom, all that Mogwai, Legends of the Jungle, Ruins of Empires, Breathe, and Heavenly Sword. Those are all he's done. But yeah, Andy Circus, man, stepping out of the. Uh, that's crazy. Oh, there's, I'm watching a white dog pooping my lawn, and I guarantee I can tell right now this person does not have a bag in their hand. They are not going to pick it up. Nope. That one's yours. Oh, if only I had like a speaker that went to the outside. That one's yours to keep, dude. That's your poop. Look now. at that. Yep, there they go. Oh, just walking away. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's your just, that's your white oh, dog that poop. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Just walked away. Oh. Poop and leave. Doesn't realize everyone's got cameras now. Oh yeah, my ring doorbell. I could have I could have maybe yelled through my ring doorbell. He's it's pretty far away. I wonder if I could have said uh, you're gonna you're gonna clean that up, right? <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I mean, he's, I he's got to uh, come back this way because they're going out for a walk. He's got to come back this way. I'll see if he picks it up on the way and back. And sometimes people do that. I've done that where I don't have the bag because I'm not to the station yet, and I'm out of bags. And I'm like, oh, I'll come back, so yeah. I'll mark yeah. it or remember or whatever, and then I come back to it later. And I always worry that the people living there might have seen it and think I'm leaving, but I'm not. I fully intend to come back. Like I almost feel like I should leave a note. Saying a little post it next to the turd. 
Right. This, this, I'm coming oh, back for this. I could do that. Yeah. You should I do could that. just run a piece of paper out there and put it right next to the poop that says, hey. <laughs> yeah. Whoever left this, clean it up. You should yeah, do it. Yeah. What would, it, what would I make it? Uh, golly. I could even just give them a bag, too, and like say, in case you, in case you forgot one. Yeah. Ah, it's not bad. That's not bad. And put, in the, put a gun on, draw a gun on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> screenshot. Like print print the screenshot of the of the dog pooping in the yard. Yeah. Put it on a piece of paper That's next it. to the bag. All right, you? well, maybe I'll do that in a minute. We'll see. <laughs> we got amazing. we got a lot of stuff to get to this morning. We By do. the way, uh Tina took me on a mystery date Saturday after uh, film sack. Yeah, we go? went to the Colorado Convention Center to something called the Curiosities and Oddities Expo. Mm. And kind of went into this thing not not really having a, a big idea of what it was going to be but it was it was great i mean this is basically the convention center filled with about 100 120 vendors each one selling weird um uh like uh, uh fossils um things in formaldehyde jars like fetal this and fetal that and uh uh goose heads and weird stuff like that skeletons of creatures arranged in weird positions um a lot of weird like tarot card stuff and teddy bears Uh, the new thing this year a new thing it's like it's not this is the first year i've ever been but i'd never seen these before i'd seen all that other stuff before people taking teddy bears and putting skull faces like ripping out the teddy bear's face and sewing a skull Looking out of the teddy bear's head. <laughs> Ew. To what end? Just to be freaky and weird? Just to be freaky. I mean, basically, all these things were for sale. We didn't, I don't think I bought a single thing there. Mm. But there was one that I was tempted to. There was an artist there that um, did, had a style very much like Carter um, and had some amazing, like Spock versus Evil Spock and like total oh. pop culture stuff and the Avengers and. They took the uh, Beatnik pinball machine and all the characters you see on the back glass of the Beatnik pinball machine and had them all standing around it playing pinball and like smoking a jazz cigarette sitting next to the pinball machine and stuff. Nice. That's Um, cool. Some really, really cool stuff. Bizarre as hell, but uh, Tina. So it sounds like like an artist alley kind of thing, sort of? Kind of, yeah. So one, one. Uh, a few of the vendors were just artists who were, were either worked with photographer uh, photography, worked with um, painted art, drawn art, mm. um, and uh, kind of intermixed around all of the people selling formaldehyde jars. I could send you a photo real quick that That's, you could put into the chat. Why don't I do that? Sure, why not? Text that over because because uh, some freaky ass stuff, Scott Johnson. I tell you sounds right like my now. jam, dude. I'd go to that in a heartbeat. If that comes yeah. here, I'll, I would go because I like weird stuff. Well, it's it's touring around. You might actually you might actually find it. All right, check your check your uh, oh, phone. Yeah, your look text. at this. Look at this business. Ooh, geez, some of these are very alien, and some look yeah. real. Like that's a cat skull. Here, hold on, chat. It's coming up. Okay, there you go. So, chat room, you can enjoy a little bit of a. Here, I'll zoom in here. So one of those is a frog. I see a couple of uh, octopi there. Yeah. Like some kind of a lobster is in one of those, yeah. and uh, you got some uh, jellyfish. Geez, uh, I don't know what the hell the thing with the giant eye is. There's a huge grasshopper looking thing, locust looking thing. Yeah, how'd yeah. you like to find that in your grilled cheese? 
Uh, I would not like it, sir. I would not like it at all. Then there's a cat skull down there. Those are all cat skulls, I think, except that middle one. Yeah, that's a trip. And these people, like, what, do they have shops normally and they come out and have a booth and then you can go to their shop later? I, I think that they do a lot of online stuff. And then they just come to these expos. I, I can't imagine shop space making enough money or, you know, making enough money selling this stuff to pay for uh, shop space. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've seen some things today. Hey, Anna Krakatau have not yet been to Meow Wolf. One just opened up here in Colorado, but I have been to the one in, uh, in, in uh, Santa Fe and the one in, excuse me, Las Vegas. So what's hopefully. A, what's a Meow Wolf? That is an art installation gallery, big walkthrough gallery thing that um, uh, George R. R. Martin helped fund the first one in Santa Fe. Oh, right. And it is, you've, you've seen a video of me walking into a refrigerator. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. That thing. Okay, yep. now I remember. I want yep. one of those too. Oh, oh they're cool. so cool. The yeah. Vegas one is great. Uh, Omega Mart. It's worth checking out if you if you go to Vegas. Yeah. Well, we will be going at some point. Vegas will Yes. Happen. All right. Uh, well, uh, on that note, we're going to do some Dunaway. Do Dunaway is what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, let's do Dunaway. And to do that, he just has to answer his, his effing thing. It's just ringing. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. know, it's ringing there. I see it blinking. It's like, hmm. It's like he's there, but he isn't there. You know, one of those deals. <laughs> he's uh, he's yeah. half there. He's half there. Oh, he's he full is- there now. I see him now. Ready? Welcome to the program. Brian Dunaway comes on Mondays and Wednesdays. We play a little game, give some prizes away, fun stuff like that. Hi, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Is it Monday or Wednesday already? It is. It's Monday, Monday or sure. Wednesday today. Yes. yes. Yeah, you choose. Excellent. You choose your own adventure here. Yeah. I'm going for Wednesday. Wonderful. Let's fast forward this week on. That seems like a great idea. I'm all in on this idea. Hey, it's Brian Dunaway, everybody. And uh, not oh, only will me. he and I be doing a show later today, we'll give you details in a bit, but. Uh, we had a really fun film sack over the weekend. I just had to mention yes. that. Yeah. So if you want to watch Alien to the Third, yeah. Alien to the Power of Three. Yeah, and it was a good time. So if you want to yes, check out that episode, you should. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a great time. It was, the film wet, was good time. It's all wet and drippy. Well, yeah, that was the good time. I also enjoyed the movie a lot. So uh, I'm, Did I'm you? good. Yeah, I told you in the show, and I'll say it again. Yeah. I've gotten to a yeah. place in my life where I have forgiven what it did at the beginning and i've and i've and i'm just using i'm just watching a david fincher movie now and it's good i like it yeah and, you know story decisions yeah. aside i still have two i can go back and watch that feel good about it it's all fine <laughs> just took me like 30 <laughs> years to do it all right look uh, look yeah. in this day and age we've become so familiar with uh, multiverses i can pretty much excuse any one movie no matter what it does. Even if yeah. it doesn't exist in the multiverse, <laughs> I can go, I can tell myself, eh, it's a multiverse thing. You're going to basically explain away Alien 3 as it took place uh, in, in a separate okay. universe as uh, the regular. Right. But even they're uh, kind of doing that. They got that new book out, which is the other script that takes them in a totally different place. Like, I have no problem yeah. with that, especially yeah. in comics and stuff. We've already been doing that for 100 years in comics. Why not now? Why not here? Uh, Dunaway, welcome. It's good to have you here. We're going to play a game. Brian's going to explain yeah. how it works. Who's going to win right. and what they'll win, Brian? 
I will do that. Welcome to the Morning Squirm, a back-and-forth trivia game where our players will match wits on topics that, you know, Cliff Clavin of the Cheers Bar would have offered up. Scott and Brad will take turns answering multiple-choice trivia questions, and if they get it wrong, the other player gets a point. The player with the most points after five questions wins the prize for their contestant, and we're pulling contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Uh, Scott, you're going to be playing for Mark Flezer, Flazer, F, uh, Mark F. <laughs> Let's just say Mark F. Sure. From uh, Delton, Mississippi. Nice. Uh, am I? Am I is Mississippi, right? These uh, are the ones. Yeah. That, or no, Michigan. No, that's Michigan. Uh, uh, Missouri. No, Michigan. Yeah. No, uh, Missouri. No. MS, uh, MS is no, Mississippi. That is Michigan. It's yeah. Michigan. Yeah. Uh, Dunaway, you're going to be playing for Veronica Susie from Seattle, Washington. Yes. And uh, whichever one, whichever one gets first place, gets a copy of the Adventure Pals and State of Mind on uh, Steam. But our second place winner is not going out, going away empty-handed. They're going to get a copy of Guacamole 2. Ooh, you could argue they're game. getting the better game. Mm, yeah. That's a good game. Good. Better hope for losing. That. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I can't remember who won last time, but uh, we're going to start with uh, Brian on this one. Sure. Perfect. Brian, if Heads. you meet someone using a dating app... Studies show that there's a 48% chance that the relationship will end this way. <laughs> Is it uh, A, via an email, uh-huh. B, getting ghosted, uh-huh. C, face-to-face, or D, with cheating? So For, how 48%? will 40% of 40. dating app relationships end with either an email, getting ghosted, a face-to-face breakup, or one of the one of the people cheating on the other? I can't believe that death is not in there. I was pretty <laughs> sure that would be the one. Well, really? isn't that the definition of getting ghosted? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally getting ghosted. <laughs> 40% are going to end with a big old fast ghost. They're gonna, this was going to happen. Gonna it's, it's, Oct- it's October. Nothing spookier than getting ghosted on a dating app. So, All right. Lean is into the, the answer getting ghosted? No, it is not, oh. Scott. The remaining choices are, uh, Scott, you get the point. The remaining mm. choices are via an email, face-to-face, or with one cheating on the other. I'm surprised there's no no text option there. That's interesting. Oh, right. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, no, that's too, that's, too, that's too intimate. I mean, is it, though? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't feel like removed from an email to me. But um, all right. I'm going to say email then because my guess is... My guess, well, I don't know. This is a total guess. I don't use these services, but I guess, I'm guessing if you're going to break up, you might use the service itself to do it, and they've got built-in ways to do it, so emails end up getting sent. So emails. Email is 100% correct. Really? Yeah, email, 40% chance that the relationship will end with an email. In, that is insane. Is you it know because what? The, is it because the message is too immediate. Dude, right? exactly like, exactly that's what i was thinking <laughs> texting is very intimate and immediate right. i mean people get pissed exactly if i had their address i'd break up right. with a snail mail how, but how uh, often do you how often do you slam your phone down because you read an email never text message you can get mad um, right yeah right. no well i mean text is even on there that surprises me but but like yeah. uh, the fact that it's not ghosting is surprising. I really would. Yeah, I would surprising. That. That Who gives like out their email anyway? Yeah. On a date nap. Weird. Yeah, right. it's got to be through the app. I'm guessing. All right. Well, yeah. let's, uh, Scott. You get this next question. Speaking of dating, uh, a Match.com survey revealed oh. that a guy who does this 
will triple his chances of scoring on a date. Oh so uh, oh uh, what can you do to increase your chance of uh, the date ending with... Uh, I like these questions. Get good. lucky. Is it uh, A, talking highly about your mom? B, asking about her pets? Uh, C, opening the car door? Or D, chatting up the Uber driver? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, Which one of the, these will triple your the, chances? The Uber of, uh, feels personal, Ibit, like you've. Uh, <laughs> well, I drove it. for Lyft. Yeah, yeah. So Brian was Brian was the chatty in that case. Right. That's right. Exactly. You're uh, not going to get lucky up here. Exactly. Yeah, not up here in the front seat. Uh, all right, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and make a weird assumption. I don't know how they get this data. This is weird data. I don't know how you get yeah, this out of people. Yeah, it is weird data. But I'm gonna say exit surveys. Exit surveys. Talking up their pets. <laughs> Talking about uh, asking pets. about asking about her pets. Yeah, and also okay. there's no way it's an exit survey where it goes, "Hey, on those nights where you got lucky, what do you yeah. think it is you did?" Yeah, <laughs> right. Weird. Exactly. Which of these twelve things did you do? Yeah, there's no way they did that. I don't get <laughs> that it. That is a weird, weird way. Uh, all right, asking about her pets is Scott correct? No, that is oh, not correct. Damn it. Uh, Brian, remaining choices. Sure. Talking highly about his mom, uh, opening the car door, or chatting up the Uber driver. Uh, if anything is, if 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 uh, Pornhub has taught us anything, is is chat up the mom. <laughs> <laughs> chat up the stepmom. No, you mean uh, talking highly about uh, his mom. There you go. Yeah. That is. Also incorrect. Uh, listen, if you're nice to the Uber driver, then uh, you, you apparently show that you are, are you a good serious? person. To, yeah, exactly. Uh, that is BS. That is some. Now that is I some might have Uber, gone. That is some Uber BS right I, there. I might have gone that way had you said uh, is nice to the Uber driver, but just it, chatting it up. Chatting with up. Them? Chatting up the Uber driver is what the answer says. So. Weird. Interesting. Weird. Yep. Okay. Maybe that just gives uh, them a better idea of how you communicate or something. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know chatting up the Uber driver is being nice to the Uber driver. If you were yelling at the Uber driver, no, take the highway. What are you this, doing taking the tunnel? This survey oh, brought to you by Uber. Call us now. <laughs> that's right. All right. Oops, sorry. I don't know why they did that. Continue. No one uh, Well, back to Scott. <laughs> Um, all right, think about this the next time you uh, see somebody sneezing without covering their mouth. Yeah. What is the distance that a sneeze can travel? Is it A, 200 feet, B, 60 feet, C, 15 feet, or D, the length of a football field? Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> that one. <laughs> so I feel like I we saw should be this on Mythbusters. this, right? Because we've been, we've always talked about it as COVID for last year. And I know, right? Yeah. yeah this, we you think we just know. It seems like this would uh, come up recently. This was a Mythbusters thing, and they did this once. Did um, they really? Okay. Yeah. And I don't think it was a football field. Or maybe that was the, maybe that was the myth they were trying to bust. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'll say 60. It sounds right. I don't know. 60 feet. All right. Is the answer 60 feet? No, Brian Dunaway. The remaining choice is 200 feet, 15 feet, or the length of a football field. But what's the, what's the question again? The, not the not the answer. The, the question. distance uh, the distance that a sneeze can travel. Hmm. Hmm. See, that's a weird way to put it. What do you mean travel? Like entirely intact? Like, uh, like particle the contents, bits? 
I think particle bits. How far do particle know, bits how, how, when, when does a sneeze become not a sneeze and become particle bits? Because it's going to be a football field otherwise, because it could travel indefinitely. Once, But once it reaches a certain point, when is it no longer well, part I mean, of a sneeze? I mean, it's, I'm going football field because it's just a weird answer. Football field. Oh, man. Okay. I hope this is, uh, is the answer football field? No, it's not. The answer is 200 feet. 200 feet? According to this, that's, yes. a, that's a football field. <laughs> 300 feet is a football field. It's a little shy of that. So it's like firing an arrow. Eventually, it's going to drop. Right? Yep, exactly. And I don't know, you know, if the, I guess this means like in a in a I mean, non-wind situation. Yeah, um, because a, a sneeze isn't an arrow. It's not a. It is not a. a you know, a, 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 a. It's not a form. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when does it not become a sneeze anymore? Right. I guess it's just measuring droplets. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is stay- I love these questions though. They give us they give us a top opportunity to talk about Exactly. Yeah. Press. My new my but new it- non-masked uh, social distance is now 200 feet. Everybody, I'm just like 200 you know. feet. Yeah. yeah. I need you to keep a 200 foot distance from me. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Back uh back to Brian on this one. It's if you're more like driving, a straining order, by the way, 200 feet. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, if you're driving and a deer jumps in front of your car, oh, it's God, recommended that you do which of the following? Mm-hmm. Is it A, yell at the deer? Yes. B, swerve to avoid hitting the deer? Yes. C, keep driving straight? Yes. Or D, slam your car into reverse? Oh, my God. How is this even a question? There's only one answer, and that's to keep driving because everything else is going to put you in a more dangerous situation. A car is generally going to win against a deer. Your best odds are to go ahead and mow it down. All right. Is it keep driving straight? Yes, it absolutely oh, is. Oh, man. Right off the yep. bat. Nicely right done. off Dude. the bat. Yeah. Uh, Dude, yeah, we're like always, what, always, every night, I have to avoid deer. Every night. Do you really? Yeah, I oh used to too. Where I used to live and the commute I had, I had to watch for deer every day, yeah. which was funny the, because uh, the deer I would hit to. or I would get close to hitting was right on the street across from the new NSA building that nobody knew anything about. This creepy government building they built out there, really, and they were always that this big monolithic. No one can go inside. No one comes out building, and then deer you yeah. could hit. It's weird. Wow. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. Uh, we don't have deer around. I mean, we don't have to worry about deer too much here anymore we've we've seen them but they've moved more uh Bears. south but we have bears now apparently that yeah. hang out on the bike nice. path by, now, by my house Ooh, that is scary but i'm telling you just about it, most everybody around here has a deer dent in their car i mean yeah. it's just it yeah. just happens all the time yeah you just gotta plow through it yep. you mm-hmm. just gotta Woo. yep yep you gotta you gotta knock uh, out those deer dents we go to the All right, Scott. Uh, yeah. Well, Brand's got enough to win, but uh, you get a, one more question to see if you can rack up a point. The world record for the largest object to be inserted in somebody's <laughs> anus is... <laughs> if Pornhub has taught us anything. Yeah, that's right. Stumbles. Is it yeah. a 1.8-pound, 9.2-inch circumference stone, two 16-ounce tall boy beer cans oh side Lord. by side... Uh, a men's size ten and a half construction work boot, <laughs> or D a standard size traffic cone. Ever see threat number C? Did the traffic cone? Does it include the base or just the cone? I just the just the cone part. Okay. 
So it's some frat guy with the with the bass hanging out of his hooter while he's got the rest <laughs> up his gym jam. All right, I'm gonna go with um, that one. Seems that one seems possible because it's you, tapered. You yeah, you work up to it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to go all in at once. That boot is a no way, no way. Someone put a boot up there. I like how Ibit was. Was this right on the tapered thing? Oh, it's tapered. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. That's how you do it. Yeah. 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 I mean, you gotta you gotta think about all these, right? The ten, yeah. uh, the two ten ounce tall boy beer cans side by yeah, side, side by yeah. side. What a weird configuration. I remember in some somewhere someone told me, and I don't remember the context of this at all, but somebody said the your your muscles down there can only handle about seven inches before everything just shreds. <laughs> and so y'all have way more butthole knowledge than I do. <laughs> I feel. I don't I have any knowledge. I just diligence. remember somebody telling me that, and I don't know if that's even true. So I'm kind of basing this on nothing, but I'm going to go with that cone. Let's go with the traffic cone. All right, Coons. is it the traffic cone? It is not. Damn it! Oh, oh, gosh. Do you care to take a stab at this one? Absolutely. I'm going to go with the ever uh, the, the threat that I've experienced. I'm going to stick a size ten boot up your butt. <laughs> I think that is. You think it is the? Uh... I think that I think that's based in some type of reality that mm. that you know. I think that's what's going on. Okay. All right. Is it a men's size ten and a half construction work boot? Uh, it is not, though I love the, oh. the uh, specifics of that of that answer. No, it's actually a 1.8 pound, 9.2 inch circumference stone. Oh, was, always, wow. always go with the accurate measurement answer. Uh, yeah, yes, no exactly. The cones seem like a fun college prank. You know, it it does. Yes, yeah. exactly. Not but that happens once a week, it. and it's not really a record, right? Right, right, right. I mean, those things happen all the time. But I'm just saying, and nobody listen. Listen, all you young college uh, upstarts. Don't don't put a traffic cone in your butt or the or the beer cans. Don't do that. Yeah, right. Don't yeah. do the beer cans. But by, don't, by all don't means, don't put anything in your butt. By all means, yeah. put that huge stone. Don't do there. what Eddie Murphy told you to do. Don't that listen song. to Eddie Murphy and put it in your butt. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Or or Tom Green for that matter. I think Tom Green also tried to tell us to put a bunch oh, of things in our butts. God. Does anyone under thirty know about that song that Eddie Murphy did? I wonder. Put it in your butt. Yeah, no, put a put a big do. tree in your butt. Go go put Google boogie in your butt. That's it. Yeah, it's a weird. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know why it exists. Short time that uh, Eddie Murphy decided to do music that and party all the time. Oh, that party all the time, dude! What a that might okay. Have we ever (laughs) said what we think the worst song of the eighties is? Because I think that one is there. It is up there. I I know. I can't. I I groove to that. I can't say it's the worst song. It is the worst song. It's bad. No. What else is uh, bad? It is up there. You we all grew up to it. We 80s. all we were all kids then. We all it's bad. What's what's the other one? We built this city. Maybe that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I think that one might be my. That, I, I think I might hate that one more. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Okay, I'm confused because I think you're crossing wires between what's bad and what you hate. Yeah. There's not. Oh, okay. All right. What's a bad song? Yeah. Uh, Party all the time is a bad song. It is a bad song. Oh, yeah. I don't Respect, think so. I think, I think it's well. By, uh, I think it's well composed. I think it's you know competently sung. I I don't know. I can't. You can hate it though. Yeah. Yeah. You can hate it, but should you? 
it's got to have some really in, inane lyrics for me to really hate it. That's that's my that's my thing. That what's that Lean on Me uh, remake? The, the Club 80s? Nouveau. Yeah, yeah that's great. I dislike that. It's got some good funk to it. To yeah, it. Uh, I bought the. But don't trust me. I bought the tape the week it happened, but now I regret it. Let, let me tell you. How, let about, me, how about She's Like the Wind by Patrick Swayze oh, from really the Pretty Dancing soundtrack? <laughs> how about I tell you this? The lyrics <laughs> to that are just like, are they high school notebook, fourteen uh, year old poetry, or what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you this: You never heard the worst song from the '80s because okay. you never heard it. It's the right, worst right, song right. from the '80s. Yes. You never heard right, it. Right, right, right. The most popular bad song of the '80s okay. is kind of where we're going with yeah, this. Because yeah, there, true. there's some, there's probably stuff out there that never saw the light of day on radio or anything that are that is far worse than what uh, Clark Gack really wants to push. George Harrison's "I Got My Mind Set on You." It's a bad one. It's bad. Let, let's let's face it: the safety dance is not really a good song. I mean, it's catchy. Oh, I kind of like Safety Dance. I love it. I love that song. If you want to, you can leave your friends behind. Listen, that song's all right. That song's all right. I'm not going to go with you down that path. That's a lonely road you're on. I I like Safety Dance. It's a good song. (laughs) Uh, boy, Dice Tomato pushing, they do, 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 they da, da, da. I, I love that song. And yeah, that uh, song Red right. Fraggle pushing uh, Mexican Radio by Wall of Voodoo. I love that one. Oh, I as love well. Mexican Radio. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Turning Japanese, another good one. Like, there's a bunch yeah, of songs you might exactly. think are like. Is that uh, a good song? Yeah. I mean. Turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. It's such a weird thing. We're talking about taste at this point. We are. We're, we not, totally we're are. not talking about. Yeah, that's that's. We can't have this argument. It's the 80s, man. This is the best, greatest yeah, right. decade on on in modern history. It's an amazing time. Uh, JK Grammar gave me a link to a video, but I can't tell what video it is. Are you going to get Rick rolled? You're probably going to get Rick rolled. Patrick Swayze, she's like the wind. She's like the wind. Wind Through the tree. Through the tree. (laughs) Oh, it's so so shitty. All right, Brian swung me over. I think I'm taking that. (laughs) (laughs) It's really bad. It's really bad. All right. uh, Well done. Hey, no, you have more questions. Or did we get them all? No, that's all. Brian Dunaway wins. Congratulations. Congratulations. Veronica Susi from Seattle, congratulations. Uh, you are the winner of uh, the Adventure Pals and State of Mind. But, Mark, uh, from Delton, Michigan, you are not going away empty-handy. You're going to get a copy of What we learned on Pornhub today. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly. All about empty-handy. The empty-handy. What's the largest thing everyone has ever put? No, uh, uh, Guacamole 2 going out to Mark from Delton, Michigan. Very, very nice. If I'm honest, you got the better game. All right. Yes. Um, the other one's fine, but you know, this Guacamole is an amazing series. It's uh, a pretty fun game. All right. Uh, today at 3.30 Mountain Time, me and Dunaway are going to be doing the Boop Show. That's B-O-O-P. You know, like a sound a video game might das make. Das Boop. Yeah, Das Boop, boop uh, which is uh, you know, a show all about indie games. We cover the indies and uh, the retro market and that kind of stuff, and uh, this week's no different. Um, Brian will be covering Potion Craft today, which I've yes. also played. Very excited. Alchemy Simulator. Yeah. There's something that Scott was going to play. I did and play. And he freaked out, and I took it. I took it. I played it. I played maybe as much as you, but I have questions about it that are keeping me from full recommendation. So today oh. will be the day I find out what I'm doing wrong. All know? right. Okay. So we'll check that out. I forget what mine is, but it's good too. Anyway, that'll be today at three thirty Mountain Time, <laughs> right here at Frogpants.tv or on the podcast later, whatever you like. Brian Dunaway, is there anything else you'd like to say? 
Uh, yeah, um, Falco, rock me Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus. Oh, Amadeus. That's a good song. Amadeus. 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 Fine, Vienna Calling. Lady, oh, that, that's another good one. You're not putting any Falco on this list. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lady in Red by Christa Berg. <laughs> Ooh, that's oh, pretty good. I kind of like Lady that's in Red. Good. It's, a, it's a, Lady in Red. <laughs> how about how about I just called to say I love you by Stevie Wonder. Oh, oh. now uh, mm, mm. it's okay once in a while, not too often though. Like yeah, you, I got overlaid with some Disney animation clips. Maybe but you gotta... <laughs> really? Where does that come? Yeah. From? <laughs> oh, you don't remember that? Do you remember the eighties? Uh, the the Disney did the uh, they did a whole bunch of like little clips from their like Bambi and Snow White really? and everything. And put it to that song? Music. Yeah, put it to popular music. Not just that one, but other things. I don't uh, remember that But just that popular songs. I don't remember oh, yeah. that a bit. No. A lot of fun. Uh, hold on a second. So what was the duet that um, uh, David Bowie and Mick Jagger did? What was that? They did Dancing oh, on the yeah, Street. Dancing. It's a cover of a great song. Yeah, the song's I, fine. That's what I want to make that distinction. version? That Why song am I? Is oh my fine. God, I've had so many flashbacks. If it weren't for that video though, Scott, would you, would you not... Uh, dislike the song. I hate that video. Wait, yeah. with a fire Do you guys passion. remember a show with Lorenzo Lamas that was on Friday nights and there was ladies dancing around in lingerie and yeah, that was kind of like it was kind of like it. solid. It was kind of like solid gold, but it was a different thing. Right? It was Lorenzo yeah, late Lamas. Fridays. <laughs> Y'all remember? You remember this no, guy? I barely remember Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> What, what what was it? What's, what was that it was called? Literally, it was just a music video show, and instead of you know instead of dancers, well, they had ladies in lingerie dancers. Yeah, it was like a uh, it was like obviously it was like Soul Train and uh, Solid Gold had a baby. Yeah, hmm. I'm trying uh, to find it here. Some TV here. Um, I'll tell you, I'm pulling up his list right here. Lorenzo Lamas. What I know, right? <laughs> that guy. I wonder uh, if he did the worst song. I bet he had a song. He was in a movie Never. in 1969 called 100 Rifles as Indian Boy. That's it was lovely. Lorenzo Lamas, right? I'm not remembering maybe that it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't Lorenzo Lamas. I'm looking at his television history. Maybe and, not. Uh, maybe it was uh, maybe somebody else, uh, Lorenzo Lamas-like. Shows like Solid Gold, if you search for that. Shows like Solid Gold. Oh, was it Dance Into the Hits? Captain Kipper might have found it. Dance Into the Hits. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's yes, got to be That's exactly it. it right there. Who's the host? Who uh, is that host? Is that oh, Adrian Smed? <laughs> it was. It says it was syndicated. Yeah. Yeah. Lin- yeah. Oh, it I is Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah. Right. It's it happened his credits. Just yeah. He he wiped that one from his uh, Facebook page. <laughs> the, the Wikipedia is uh, not Facebook. His uh, Wikipedia page. His Wikipedia or his Wikipedia. His the my, Wikipedia his for MySpace dancing. Page. Dancing to the hits. Wikipedia is the shortest yeah. Wikipedia I've ever Boy, read. The link that uh, that. Captain Kipper put in is exactly what it was. Here's a woman dancing to lingerie. What's the song she's dancing to? Yeah. Do you have a link to this? Oh, I got this. Oh, I, I'll put it in our. I'll put it in our best. chat. You can enjoy it. Yes. All right. Uh, they've muted the music from this video probably because of the copyright violations. Yeah. But oh well, that actually helps me. Let's see here. I'm going to put that in here and we're going to look at it for a minute. Look at that, everybody. Oh, that's yeah, Lorenzo. Look at him with his feathered yeah. hair and his. Dancing lady, look at her dancing. Look at her. Oh man, dancing. look at that crimp. She's been crimped. So young. She has a crimper because that's what my sisters did. They all crimp their hair then. Yes, that was a thing to do. So many leopard print leather jackets. Oh, oh yes. Oh, here's a bed scene with a lady in her bed clothes. Oh yeah, they, this is a little her, more her like, her uh, hey, solid gold ain't giving you what we're giving you kind of deal. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, right. this is horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I love it. Uh, okay. Well, the point is, what was the point? The point so is, much, Brian, so have a great one. Eighties, <laughs> and and you tried to say that you knew the worst song from the eighties. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck yeah. with that. Uh, you, there's no such thing as being able to narrow that down. There, are, there's some really bad examples, but there's also some amazing music. It's still the greatest decade ever. Okay, everybody. So calm yourselves down. Brian, That's right. have a great uh, couple of the rest of your life. We'll see you this afternoon. Do it. Bye now. <laughs> All right. It's time for us to... Right. Uh, we're going to take a break. That's what we're going to do. Okay. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll make some stuff with Bill. And then major spoilers. I got questions for him about this Sandman Netflix deal. Yeah. Um, very excited about it. A little Charles Dance in there. You know, we got some stuff. Also, mm-hmm. I guess there's some news in that Scarlett Johansson lawsuit, so we'll get to that as well. Yeah, you got to find out what's going on with that. Yep. So that's all coming up here shortly after this musical break presented sure. by Brian Ibbett Industries. Yes. <laughs> so we're going over to the San Francisco Bay Area for a quartet named French Cassettes. Their uh, sophomore album, Rolodex, came out last December, but they are going on tour for it. And so because of that, they've shared a brand new single called Good For It. Uh, they'll be performing this at all of their West Coast dates. They're going to be in L.A., Santa Barbara, Santa Cruz, San Francisco. So if you like this, and I do, then uh, you should go check them out. Here are French Cassettes with the song Good For It. That's such a re- great name, French Cassettes. I don't know why I French like that cassettes. so much, but I do. Yeah. All right, here it is. We'll be right back. I thought you said you
Truth be told, I also came down with COVID, but like Joe Rogan, I also threw the kitchen sink at it and ingested a Z-Pack, horse dewormer, cow estrogen, goat plan B, oyster anxiety medication, horse rewormer, worm ecstasy, embalming fluid, COVID-19, a kitchen sink, and $200 cash. And after three days of being paralyzed on my kitchen floor, I felt amazing. I was chilling out with my bros today. The Morning Stream. It's like having your tongue stuck to a frozen pole. All right, that song once again was. That song is Good For It by the band French Cassettes. Go yeah. see them now. They're touring the West Coast. So, uh, Leninade in the chat, he and I are having words here a little bit. Uh, oh, really? He says, okay. saying the 80s and culture in the same sentence is a travesty. Oh, come on. Leninade, how old are you? And uh, did you yeah. exist during that time? If you did in any sort of meaningful cultural way, then you're crazy. The 80s so, Lendonade, are you saying that I can't say Culture Club came out in the 80s? Because <laughs> that's putting 80s and culture in the same sentence. To say there's no culture in any decade is like kind of a yeah. weird take. That's a weird hot take. I like you, though, Lendonade. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Let's uh, get into the world of tomorrow today. No, that's not true. We're adding not uh, yet. Bill. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> Bill will be here. That's right. Don't know. Oh, what's this freaking thing? Both today? of our guests uh, from a world of today. Yeah, the world of today. <laughs> They'll probably do something tomorrow, but we don't have access yeah. to that information. We don't have access for what they're going to do tomorrow. Not no. yet. Not yet, anyway. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Check it out, everybody. It's Bill Duran, who is now with us all the way from the Pacific Northwest, from the Punish Props Studios. What's going on, man? Hello, my, my cat wants to say hi. Oh, that's adorable. Hi, Willow. Oh, Willow. All right, she's done now. Willow's a, <laughs> she's, she's getting to be an old timer, right? How old is Willow now? Pretty old? Um, 11 now. Oh, geez. All right, mm-hmm. then. We got him right before, right after we got married, so it's easy to remember. And yeah. I got married in 2010, which is a good year to do it. Very easy math. Yeah, that's right. I keep, man, it's so weird to think you were married that year. It was the year I met you for the first time at that nerd tag. Yeah, jeez. Wow. And it's just weird to think that was your wedding year. Mm-hmm. Weird. All right, 2010. It is weird. We miss you. Uh, all right. Hey, well, it's good to have you here. Uh, I assume you've been probably working on some stuff. What's going on over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last week we put out a shop tour video of our basement shop. Uh, it's the sort of thing people really like to see. They like to kind of get... Um, when you're filming, like when we film our YouTube videos, um, you don't really get an idea of the space. <laughs> and it's kind of fun to take the time to slowly go through it all, kind of point out where everything is. Uh, so we did that last week, and it was really fun. That's awesome. We um, we moved a few months ago. I've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new setup that we have, we spent a lot of time putting it together, and we have a lot of features to show off. So that's what we ended up doing. I just sort of wandered around the basement, pointing at stuff, and talking about all the all the changes we've made. And uh, I wanted to... Share that stuff in case anyone watching wanted ideas. Yeah. Basically, uh, if anyone's building out their own home shop uh, in their basement or garage or or a bare room or whatever. What if your studio? Uh, what if your studio, your podcast studio, is a huge mess and you're just too, you just can't be bothered to clean it up? How about that? That's uh, that sounds like your. I don't know if my shop tour video is going to help. Maybe it'll help. 
inspire you. Okay. There you go. I'm going to do It'll that. I'm going to watch you. it. I'm going to see how orderly things are, and I'm going to say, mm-hmm. it's time. Bill B- Bill is now, can, finally, I'm over the edge. Let's get this done. That's oh, yeah. Wait till you see all of the containers I have that have labels on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and all the stuff is in the containers, not just lying about. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. That's cool. That's <laughs> Uh, it's so gotta I, be. I love watching other people do shop tour videos. Sometimes people will do something really fun with it. The cliche thing, of course, is to turn your shop tour video into an episode of Cribs, mm. which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, our buddy David Pachuto did that for his old shop, which was really great. That's cool. Uh, I, I've never even seen an episode of Cribs, but I could. I know exactly what that must look like. Yeah, and right. So, right. It's the same here. Exactly. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, in fact, I could probably recreate an episode of Cribs just by watching a bunch of shop tour videos that are trying to look like an episode of Cribs. Gotcha. That's all it would take. But mostly it's just, yo, 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 check out this bathroom, yo. It's like that kind of talk. That's all you got to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I recommend uh, makers of all stripes go and look up shop tour videos on YouTube, especially if you already have a maker that you like. See if they've made a tour video. They're really fun. Um, also... I recommend even just going to, if, if you're looking for shop ideas for your workspace, just go to YouTube and look up shop tour. You will find dozens of them in a variety of disciplines. Um, that's one of the things I like doing. Obviously, I like looking, um, seeing what other prop makers are doing in their shops. I love, I've had the chance to scour Adam Savage's shop and take pictures and um, look at all the tools and everything, which is awesome. But it's great looking at shops of people who don't do the same thing as you. Sure. It's such a great way to start mining for new ideas that you might be able to incorporate into what you do. So you can see um, a woodworker and you're like, oh, well, if he's doing that, I could do that with this prop. Deal, totally. Whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I like to watch videos of like woodworkers or jewelers or blacksmiths or machinists. Um, even though I don't really do all of that stuff, uh, their ideas for how they organize and manage all of their you know, working woodworking paraphernalia or machinist tools or all that, they're all really great ideas and they can be incorporated into what I do. Nice. Um, and they're also just fun. It's just really fun to see someone who's proud of their space show off that space, mm. talk about it. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I, I feel like I need to do that very thing more. I need to get out of my shell and look at other shells yes, and adjust yeah. my shell accordingly. That's definitely a place yeah. I'm at right now. And it, what's cool is if you're able to take a little time to do it. So we've spent like the last three or four months really, really diving into our shop and setting it up so it's perfect for us. Um, and this is my fourth iteration of a workshop since I've started building out like my tool collection. And every time I do it, I learn new stuff. I bring in ideas from the past uh, uh, setup that we had uh, and I change you know I know what what I use and I know what I didn't use so the new space changes quite a bit to to reflect um, the way I use it mm-hmm. uh, so the new space our, it's our old basement but it's all new down there mm-hmm. um, this is the way we have it set up now uh, our office up in our dining room really <laughs> is now our office we don't use the dining room, especially during a pandemic. <laughs> not so having it is people now. over for uh, <laughs> no. for cheese board? Uh-huh. No, we're not doing that much. Um, so the offices are uh, upstairs now, which gave us a little more space downstairs. 
There's one room in the basement that's kind of finished. The floor is still concrete, but the walls have drywall. Uh, so that's our clean, and you can't tell, but I'm putting up air quotes, clean room. <laughs> uh, and that's our studio. We made that into our studio. The walls are all, all uh, finished, so they're white, which is better for reflecting light. That's where we do most of our filming. Um, I have my main workbench set up there with a lot of the tools I use right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't have to run around the shop looking for stuff. And we do we can spend most of our time there filming there. We have yeah. our lights. It looks cool. We have all our decorations up. That's our studio. Yeah. Uh, the other um, three quarters of our basement is the unfinished half of the shop. And that's more of the dirty area, the dusty, dirty area. And there's a door between them. So we can hopefully keep the dust over there where uh, but that's where we have all our woodworking stuff our big power tools that make a lot of dust we have our dust collector that's in like kind of kind of a woodworking area mm. over there yeah as it should and then yeah. or go ahead no i was just gonna say as it should be this is how this is these mm-hmm. I mean, everything you, you've described so far sounds like they're not just smart changes but you know like is there value too in the idea that um you're going to walk in there after these changes and, and it's just, there's a newness to it and, and you're just cool too. out of the, yeah. you're out of the old routine a little, just a little bit like moving your furniture around. Mm-hmm. It yeah. does feel very new and it's, it's new and it's, everything's very deliberate where it is. So it just feels good Yeah. Uh, to go hang out down there. And I do that sometimes. I'll just go down there with my coffee, like five minutes, just walk around and be like, Hmm, nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Pretty, I like this. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have sort of different areas set up down there. We have kind of the woodworking area. That's the dusty area that we um, uh, uh, usually for like breaking down big stuff um, and a lot of sanding, a lot of powered sanding over there. Then we have a, a machining area where I've got my lathe set up. Um, I do need to get a mill still to put over there, uh, but that's its whole other space. So all the tools for machining all live over there. And then around the corner, we have a bunch of storage. Like, all of our paints, every brand of paint we have is in a different container that's labeled. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> Probably even the different kinds of paint, right? Like, stuff that's okay to paint on plastic. There's yeah. the stuff that right. you paint on uh, resin or whatever. Mm-hmm. Foam. Yeah. We have probably 30 or 40 different paint containers. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> All labeled. Uh, and then if you move on back into the shop, we have kind of a CNC area set up, which is very fun. Um, I have a computer over there to run the 3D printers and the laser cutter and the vinyl cutter and a CNC machine. Mm. Uh, and that's a, just a cute little quarter. And again, all the tools I need for those all live over there. Yeah. And then kind of deeper into the basement, we have our deep storage for all the materials and kind of a molding and casting area. Uh, the only thing we haven't quite figured out is a painting area. Um, and I think most of our painting, especially any sort of spray painting, we're just going to end up doing outside. We have a back porch. It's dry out there. Uh, it's the best way to keep any VOCs out of the house. Mm. So that's kind of the setup we have. Uh, nice. And it's, we've started using it a lot, and it's it's really working. I still have a little work to do. I still have some more labeling to do. Yeah. But it's working really great, and it feels awesome to work down there. You're, ins- you're, you're inspired. You, you guys don't miss having the, the shop in town or anything like that. Like, now that it's back in the basement, it's, it kind of feels like it's a lot easier to go back and forth and stuff, right? Sure, yeah, there's pros and cons, obviously. That giant yeah. shop was amazing. It was wicked cool. Sure. I loved sure. it. 
It was expensive though. <laughs> it was yeah, exactly. That's money so, that you don't have to spend now, right? Having exactly. Back home, and yeah. um, now my commuter is about a minute. I have to yeah. walk downstairs. <laughs> um, I did like having a fifteen-minute commute to like decompress on the way to work. Like I, sure. I don't mind either way. It wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but being able to just like roll out of bed, fall down the stairs, and be in my shop, especially if I need to fix something in my house. Uh, and I need a tool. <laughs> yeah, right. Pretty awesome that that's downstairs. So I've, we've been enjoying it quite a bit. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, um, well, very cool. I want to. So did you? Um, is this stuff chronicled? Like can we see before and afters or any of that stuff? Like that would be. Really um, cool. There's a, a little bit of that in the um, in the uh, tour video, but most of our moving and before and after, we did a lot of that um, on our in our Patreon videos. Gotcha. So okay. Your patron, those are all that. That's we good. That's good extras. Yeah, I was gonna say that's good content for uh, for yeah. your supporters. That's great. Very cool. Well, uh, I still need to get out there and see that basement studio. Oh never, yeah. Yeah. Never. Open invite. Yeah. Anytime. Right. Can just show up in the middle of the night, two a.m. Bill, get Knock out of bed. The door. Sure. Yeah. Get out oh, of bed. Okay. Damn it! I'm here to see your shop, and you'll say. <laughs> What? And I'll say, it's me, it's Scott. Remember, we had an open deal. That's how yep. it'll go. All right. Just everyone listening, Scott is the only person <laughs> with said deal. <laughs> That's right. There is no, we don't have any kind of legal, there's no legal, uh, there's nothing legal about my deal. All right. That's what we're no. saying. <clears throat> well, uh, that sounds uh, great. Of course, this and so much more can be found over at the channel, punishprops.com and uh, the YouTube channel that corresponds <laughs> with it. Uh, Bill, any uh, bonusy thing this week? Yeah, got a fun word working video. Talk about someone who's got a wicked cool shop. Frank Howarth. Uh, oh, he's look a woodworker. At that. He did. Uh, he made a globe um, out of wood using his lathe and his CNC machine. It's a huge wooden sphere, and the water is one color of wood, and the land is a different color of wood. And the water, not just one color of wood, but like also different. Uh, textures and and uh, um, like the rings, the the color the, variations, the grain, yeah. what, the grain yeah. thank you, yeah. Oh, that's wow, cool. that's gorgeous. It's really cool. The video is long. It took him a few tries because it's a, te- a very technical challenge to get all your land masses in the right spot and everything. Sure. Uh, but a really fascinating look at the process. That's oh, no beautiful. kidding! Because he's having to do each of these as a as a triangle, as a and then basically assembling it as a the decahedron or whatever it is and then smoothing the crap out of it right so it does end up on the lathe to make it into a sphere but it starts as a um wow geodesic dome it's like a yeah it's like a d a d200 dice or something yeah (laughs) right exactly like he's making uh epcot that's awesome it reminds me of like (laughs) like uh like low poly uh like 3d image you know what i mean like uh Mm -hmm. yeah i'd love that that's so cool like a low poly that you then take into a ray tracer. Yeah, yeah we got to hit smooth. Yeah. We got to do a poly smooth like three or four times on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there that's we go. so cool. Very cool. Jeez. All right, go check that out. That's over uh, Frank Howarth, like Howard, but with a TH at the end. Uh, that's who you're looking for there on uh, on the old uh, the old YouTube. Uh, all right, uh, Bill, have a fantastic week, man. We'll see you next time. Alrighty. Alrighty. Take it easy. Bye Bill. now. Okay. There goes Bill. There goes Bill. There he goes yeah, again. That's where he goes. He goes there again. Yeah. All right. Let's get Steven in here. Steven Schleicher. You know him. You love him. And he has an intro. Yeah. Where is it? Steven Schleicher. Steven Schleicher. <laughs> Look who it is. It's Steven Schleicher. Speaking of many-sided dice, that guy's familiar with those. What's going on, Steven? 
Hey, Scott. Hey, Brian. Not Hi. a whole lot. Are you at school right now? Are you at school? Yes, I am. I can always <laughs> We're getting somewhat, somewhat subdued, yeah, Stephen. Subdued, Stephen. Oh, it's been, a, it's been a morning. Let me just say that. Has oh. it already? Oh, jeez. Oh, well, oh, good. Yeah. Hopefully, we are a respite from your hideous morning, I hope. Maybe. Sure. Let's say that. Okay. We'll pretend that that's true. <laughs> uh, it's it's good to have you here, of course, as always. Stephen Schleicher, uh, the pur- purveyor of all things major spoilers, one of my favorite websites when it comes to comics, pop culture, and more. Should be yours as well. Go bookmark it. Majorspoilers.com. Uh, the few things going on. Before we get to the Sandman Act 2 Audible thing, which is pretty cool in its own right, mm-hmm. um, all hands on deck for the Sandman Netflix series, as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. I'm very interested in this. It's yeah. got a cool cast so far. They've shown mm-hmm. basically a, a teaser scene from it uh, where Charles Dance and a bunch of people are around for the summoning and whatnot. Uh, yeah, right out away. of the comic, right out of the comics. Yeah, ripped right out of there, which makes me think that this thing will be ripped right out of the comics. Like they're going to be well, a true adaptation. Is that not a fair guess, or what do you say? Neil Neil Gaiman is the showrunner, so I would hope so. Oh, well, that yeah, yeah that's a good. I didn't realize he was show running as well as you know. Yeah, yeah. news the source, but I that definitely yeah. helps. Yeah, that helps a lot. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, yeah. Are you? Uh, I mean, where are you at with it? Are you much of a Sandman guy in the in the first place? And is uh, this I'm not a huge Sandman fan, although I do enjoy it uh, quite a bit for for what it is. Uh, I've got if if anybody can still find them the absolute omnibus editions that dc puts out these big oversized collections Mm -hmm. really really good stuff uh sometimes especially in the early parts of of sandman it gets into a little bit creepy territory and body horror territory that i'm not a big fan of Mm. so that's kind of a turnoff uh for me but uh, you know otherwise it's it's good times it's a good story about you know power and who has power and giving back power and you know, mm-hmm. uh, just you know, exploring this world of the endless yeah. that Neil Gaiman has uh, expanded upon and created. Yeah, kind of his. You know, it's what really put him on the map. Uh, oh yeah, you yeah. Know, this is yeah. the thing that really pushed him forward. So to see all these years later, to you know, a chance for him to—I didn't know you're show running. That's cool. That's really good. That's great. Um, I'm excited about it. So all of those, by the way, everything you mentioned is up on the DC app now. They have the entire uh, Sandman run, including newer stuff yeah. too. But uh, if you're you know, if you're trying to find it, you can find it. And that stuff's great. I would highly recommend that. And if you don't mind a little body horror like me, you're good. You know, it's fine. Little body horror never hurt nobody. Unless it was your body. I mean, unless <laughs> it's, it's your, your body. body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's your body, then maybe that hurt a little yes. bit. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. that's coming I guess, soon. I guess the one thing that's interesting about the upcoming Netflix series, which says coming soon, I think they just wrapped up shooting on that um in august so it yeah. probably when they say coming soon probably won't be until next year is my guess yeah. uh probably early next year but they've got some really good uh actors in here i suspect that there are going to be huge chunks that they can't use and do because i i noticed that there is a um an actress who is playing uh jenna coleman from uh, doctor who she's playing jo- johanna constantine mm. I have a feeling that they don't have the rights to use like John Constantine or uh, Mr. Miracle or some of those other characters that are DC related. Mm. Um, so I have a, it'll be interesting to see how they dance around that. Oh, interesting. I didn't, I wasn't thinking at all about that, but they're integral to the story. Right. Aren't they? Yeah. Especially in the first and especially cause I'm guessing that season one, which I think is around 10 episodes will basically cover Morpheus coming, you know, escaping from his prison and then going and tracking down his three, 
you know, his three uh, bits, his sandbag, his ruby and his and his helm. Mm -hmm. And that requires going and inter interacting uh, with the Justice League International and interacting with John Constantine. And there's yeah. references to Swamp Thing and a whole bunch of other stuff that it would have been nice if uh, if if they don't have access to that. That's fine. But it would have been nice to see, you know, John Constantine from the CW show who's, you know, came from the NBC Constantine show to have that actor continue to reprise that role across all DC properties. What if uh, Keanu Reeves just showed up and said, I'm Constantine. <laughs> what would you do then? How would you feel about that? I mean, some people are okay with that, I guess. You know, what's great about that movie is Peter Stormare's God uh, or no, uh, Satan, his version of the devil oh, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So freaking good. He eats that thing up. And also what's her name's good in it. Um, uh, weird lady who was in uh she's in the mcu now uh the, the so many one. weird ladies in the mcu the now. tall weird one with the weird she's in yeah the, she plays the master and and the uh, sorcerer oh, tilda swinton, tilda swinton. Tilda swinton. Jeez, yeah yeah and don't get after me because i called her weird looking that's her whole career is about weird looking that's she, the whole point she's gotten quite the uh like uh john oliver poked at uh tilda swinton this week uh saturday night live poked at tilda swinton this week yeah she's an unusual looking person with an amazing acting talent and so those she's two things very combined, compelling looking actress yeah, yeah yeah so there keep your emails to yourselves all right uh, <laughs> what happened with the scarlett johansson uh oh no oh, before yeah, we leave sandman you, sorry sorry before we leave that oh. sorry the sandman act two thing coming to audible this is interesting because it's got a pretty good cast and i didn't even know there was oh, yeah. act one so is this yeah, just act gonna one, be i believe was Double check for a while it was free. So if you have an Audible account, you could get Act One completely for free. You may have to charge for it now, but basically it is an audio adaptation, a full blown audio production of the Sandman comics. Mm -hmm. So they did this before. This is a Audible original. So they did this before with um, Lock and Key with uh, Kate Mulgrew was one of the characters in that Jane Way from Star Trek. Um, this one man, they went even further. So like the whole series is narrated by Neil Gaiman. James McAvoy plays Morpheus in season two or act two, which just came out. Uh, they've got John Lithgow is in it. Uh, Kevin Smith plays uh, Merv Pumpkinhead. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is destiny. Jeffrey Wright currently uh, playing uh, um, Uatu, the watcher. Mm -hmm. And David Tennant is in this as, as well. So they've got a really good cast and it's really, really well done. Uh, you know, I I always question how do you adapt a uh, comic book into audiobook form, mm -hmm. and they do a really good job of it. So yeah. uh, people should go uh, check that out. It's like I said, it's it's very well done. And if you're trying to get geared up for the Netflix series, the Audible stuff might be that next best thing because again, in conjunction with Neil Gaiman, he's narrating the series. Uh, it's uh, very good. And uh, Jeffrey Wright's about to be Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman thing. When that yes, that's out. right. Yeah, yeah, he's all over the place. Next year, I yeah. guess. What See if, what happens when you yeah. go from robot to... Uh... <laughs> yeah, you go from uh, I don't see anything or whatever they said on that show. What'd they say on yeah. uh, Westworld? I don't... This doesn't Something like that. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see anything there or whatever. Yeah. And that last season petered out so hard. Yeah. The first half was great, and then they blew it. I don't know what they were doing. Anyway... Back to back to life, back to reality. Let's move to that's not a bad song for me. <laughs> uh, Scarlett Johansson, lawsuits over. What happened? She got everything she wanted, right? It all worked out in her favor, right? I'm going to guess yes. To oh, be honest with you, okay. I mean, uh, what they did is they settled out of court, like we probably expected it would, because quite frankly, if this did go to court, part of the discovery is um, uh, Disney and Marvel Studios would have to bring forth the entire budget for the entire movie and an accounting 
of everything that they spent on the movie and how uh, how much money they brought in, how much money went out. That gets into the weird Hollywood accounting aspect of, you know, very few movies ever make money. It's like 95% of movies never see a profit. All of them are, you know, failures or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the one thing I think Disney didn't want to do. Plus, Disney got a huge uh, PR bungle when they were just coming out and and, uh, and slamming Scarlett Johansson for bringing this lawsuit uh, up. So my, my guess is she was looking for $50 million. My guess is she probably got somewhere in the neighborhood of 35 to 45 million. Mm. Wow. That's pretty good money. I could buy things with that much money. I mean, I, I know she didn't settle. I know she wouldn't have settled for anything less than 35. She said in this, uh, her, she put out a statement. So did Disney, but she put out a statement after the resolution said, I'm happy to have resolved our differences with Disney. I'm incredibly pl- proud of the work we've done together over the years and have greatly enjoyed my creative relationship with the team. I look forward to continuing our collaboration in years to come. I mean, read into that what you will about Black Widow's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Because honestly, <laughs> the character, would it, it would all have to be prequels for her and forever, right? Because of what we know about right. Endgame. Well, so. you, know, yeah, you uh, know, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, yeah, Multiverse of Madness. Snap a finger. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All, all this stuff can be reset. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys been exactly. keeping up with Multiverse of Madness? No. Only through oh, the stuff man. that's happening in in you know like Venom two. Oh, I, I meant uh, what no if? Way. I mean with what if? That that's what. I'm oh thinking. yeah, no, I haven't watched any. Have you seen the, the most recent the episode animated multiverse? Oh, it's yeah. great! I love it what they're doing. It is so with this fantastic. Season. Yeah, I, it totally for people that are just like oh, so these are all standalone stories. It is, but it isn't, especially with this last uh, yeah. episode where it's all like, oh, it's all come together and here's what it points to. And there's a yeah. little, uh, I wouldn't say that there's episode swapping, but the story's not told chronologically to an right. extent. Right. Uh, so it's it's very, very good. And I've gotten used to the animation style. I'm not a huge fan of this. Oh, really? Uh, 3D. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not a rotoscopy looking. No, yeah. I hate, I hate. 3d disguised as 2d animation okay see i really like i i think it's the best use of that style i've ever seen um oh i would agree with you there i mean uh go and look at uh, treasure planet to see how still, that can fall apart. right it's still not not uh what you like but it's uh yeah no that's and and by the way that character that's who i want in uh age of ultron <laughs> oh that that ultron okay that ultron that's yeah, the character okay. i want in age of ultron heck with james spader yeah. yeah, go back and change it. Edit it in. There's your multi. Right. There's your That's multiverse right. of madness. Just edited version. Scott, of the I think you movies. would enjoy it. You need to watch it. I, I will. I'll get. It's like everything else. It'll. I'll get yeah. them one night. I'll get on a wild hair and I'll watch the whole effing thing in one big swoop. There, have you seen Star Wars Visions? No, not yet. <laughs> These Same are thing. super short. I mean, you can literally blow through this in two hours. The whole season in two hours. Yeah, it's, they're like uh, fifteen minutes, and they're great. Well, that's good. I, 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 those I heard are just just art, just pure art, like amazing I think, things. That I, I yes, I think they're going to offend some people who consider themselves Star Wars purists. But for what the project is, it's very, very good. Yeah, I, I'm very excited about it, actually. That one, like things like, you know, the Matrix or Animatrix and anytime, anytime anybody gets a bunch of uh, anime like top shelf anime art artists and, and animators together and puts them on a project like this. It's mm-hmm. always great. It's always amazing. So I have little doubt that that's like one of the coolest things I should be watching right now. I just haven't done it, but I will, I will. Do it. No, you I'm won't. reading too many comics. Have you, dude. Have you watched Loki this. yet? No, it's because I'm reading comics. Loki? I'm reading comics every night, like every night. 
Every single night I go, you know what I should do? I should watch one of these shows everyone bugs me about. Or I could read three issues of this. So, so if you haven't, last week since I wasn't on, uh, here's a recommendation. Go check out Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. It is basically true grit grit meets Supergirl. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's and, it's, great. and it's really, really good. Oh, yeah. You mentioned this somewhere. Uh, yeah. Last week's email. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah I'm totally going to do that. Uh, that sounds great. See, I don't do know that. if it's on the unlimited. I don't know if it's moved into your unlimited service yet, but definitely, um, it takes, definitely read that series. It takes, what, six? Or no, they're three months now. So and I guess it just depends on where it is. But yeah, so you probably the first issue is probably out on the unlimited <laughs> yeah. service now. I'll check it out. Um, yeah. So I'm. Yeah, I've just been watching. I've been reading so many comics, and everyone's like, you know, you need to be like us. It's like this this modern day <laughs> nerd peer do, pressure. It's the worst. Yeah, it doesn't do need it. to be all do one it. or the other. You could mix reading comics and watching comic based television and movies i mean i could but i also you know busy got a lot of stuff going on there's a lot uh-huh. to do uh-huh. and so then i i got the whatever limited time i've got and i do that and uh-huh. i got i like to play video games you familiar with those i like those uh-huh. uh-huh yeah so you know it's just a lot of content we live in a we live in a time in a place <laughs> i'm just saying it doesn't have to be one or the other like uh you know if you're if you're planning on reading comics four nights this week maybe do two nights of comics two nights of loki or uh, what if or uh parasite i don't know sure. or any of those things you betcha hey uh, hey wor- world i'm gonna do th- a thing i'll do it watch i'll do it all right <laughs> Hey, I, I, uh, I have a feeling. I'm going to yeah. mark this on my calendar right yeah. now. I'm going to say, ask Scott if he's seen Loki. And I'm setting this for January 22nd, 2023. Oh, that'll be. Okay. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm giving him a year and a half to watch Loki. I will. I will have seen it by then. I am almost 100% sure, but go ahead and put it on there. We'll, oh, man. We'll do a check. Anybody want to take bets? Anybody yeah. want You go bets. ahead. You take your bet. How, I think that's How long has it bet. been since Scott's not seen I, Parasite? Well, yeah. I mean, that's that. But, I mean, uh, I feel like he's got to watch it before Multiverse of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness comes out. I feel maybe, like that. not. Like, all these things kind of. They're all tying up because even Spider-Man. I mean, Doctor got, Strange, that's still, what, six months away? Yeah. Yeah. But you got that new so Spider-Man's I, I got him go in there. And, you know, all this all I'll, this stuff with Doctor Strange involved. I have to catch up before I'll I I'll bet that. Uh, by January 22nd, 2022, he's caught okay. up to Loki. Pops and Recline wants to know how many times I'll see MMFR uh, or. Um, or Fury Road before then, and it might be a few. Right. I'll admit that. Right, it'll probably be a few. It's what's going to be a bummer is that you know all the comic reading is going to keep you from watching Dune when it comes out. There's yeah. even you know you're too busy reading oh, comics no, I, to watch. That Dune. is a guaranteed night of. There is zero oh, stuff. Oh, oh there. really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Weird. Oh yeah. Okay. Weird, right? Oh. Weird. Yeah, weird. Weird how I prioritize <laughs> these things. Uh, all right, so there you go. Uh, Stephen, uh, what's going on around major spoilers that maybe people at home might be interested in? So one of the greatest comic books of all time, and I know some people are like, but you guys already talked about Sandman. Trust me, one of the greatest comic books of all time, Atomic Robo from Scott Wegner and Brian Clevenger, is something that you all should read. And you can read it for free because they have it up on their uh, website now. Everything that they put out comes out first on the website and then print later on. We're looking at uh, the most recent, no, uh, two volumes ago 
uh, in our continuing read through of the Atomic Robo series for the Major Spoilers podcast. We're going to be talking about this this week. So everybody tune in and check that out. Yeah, it seems awesome. Always something good happening over there. So check it out. Yeah. Steven Schleicher. He is Major Spoilers on Twitter. Have a great day at school. Stay hydrated. Bye now. Teaching the kids. The next generation. That's right. That's yep. right. Under his tutelage. His tutelage, right. His tutel, all doing the utilage. All right, check listen, this out. Listen, Tadpole, it's a good balance, right? Like, Scott will always be here. If you guys are, are into the comics, you'll have Scott to chat with about the, the coolest comic stuff you're reading, and I know there's a lot of you out there. And if you're into talking about the movies and TV stuff, I'm here too. So you're getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, and also I don't know why they care so much. Like this question here. Can we mention the dystopian desert in Loki so he can watch it? No, I, <laughs> it's all hilarious. I get it. But I don't know why anyone cares what I've seen. I don't get it. That post-apocalyptic scene in uh, Parasite is fantastic. Great. I'm tuning in tonight. I'm watching the whole thing tonight overnight. I'll be dead tired tomorrow, <laughs> but boy, it'll be worth it. <laughs> All right, here's a mashup. It's a Monday morning mashup from our good pal yep. Jamie, aka TMS Mashups. This one's called Spelling with Scott. So, uh, oh, good. Okay. Hey, look, look, since we're already on Scott for this other thing, let's go ahead and pile on. Let's see what else we can do. <laughs> so, let's enjoy this. Enjoy it. Here it is. So, this is the day we learned that Brian is naturally pink. Oh, <laughs> this view of Brian's head really just a me close up. up of my pink head. Yeah. Oh, I found a man wiener. Look at this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done a, a hitchhiker have you ever picked one up i've never done a hitchhiker no scott uh, <laughs> i've seen my share of brazzers videos <laughs> oh what's this in the middle yeah. Whoa! Yeah. do you have anything to say about this dude in his batman costume uh yeah the, the, I, I never want to see the dark and Night rise uh, if that's uh <laughs> Yep, that red squirrel come behind and run on the front and run all the way up to the front. You damn squirrels always ride riders. Speaking of Mike Judge. Yeah. The Do Do Donpa roller coaster. Do Do Donpa. I'm the sure that's right. Do Do Donpa. Yeah. Do 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 Donpa. Do Do Donpa. Something like that. Well, if we come up do. with some Kiss branded flash drives. Oh, this is a great idea, Gene. Let's get on this. Why haven't we done this before? What is a flash drive anyway? I'm Paul Stanley. I'm from Kiss. Paul Stanley's Kiss wants to know what's a flash drive? <laughs> Do you think Chatner agreed because the ship is a penis? Because look at that. <laughs> look at that thing. Yes, that's probably why he agreed. They know this, right? Bezos knows <laughs> that they've created a penis ship, right? He knows this. For pretty much every angle. Yeah. Uh... It's a penis. It's an anatomically correct, some might say pleasing, penis oh my gosh meredith baxter bernie coming out of a jamba juice yeah. oh let's let's uh ask oh her what gosh. she's up to that's a deep pull meredith <laughs> baxter bernie oh my gosh I, I was basically just trying to circling the 80s sitcom drain yeah i yeah. do love it when you uh talk about jambalaya because in the show notes it's always jambolia <laughs> like this weird spelling that uh jambolia jambolia i can never be bothered to spell it properly let me try it again if i'm really thinking all right J let's see let's see how you do okay Curious. I'll go J A. Uh huh. So far, so M good. M. Uh huh. Yep. B. Yep. O L B Y. No. Nope. J A M B A L. Uh huh. Uh huh. Y A. Oh, so close. L A Y A. There you go. There, done. <laughs> Jamba Laya. Got it. <laughs> Only took 100 years. <laughs> oh, I could go for some Jambolia right now. That does sound good, especially some seven-day-old Jambolia. You know, it's been threatening at some point if we ever run out of 
games for Babel Royale, I want to do a uh, spelling bee with Scott, where oh the listener has gosh. to predict whether or not you can spell a word that I give you. That's a terrible idea, but actually a wonderful idea. We should actually do that. <laughs> Terribly wonderful idea. That's pretty good. Let's do, we'll it. do it. We'll do it when you're not feeling so piled on. Yeah, I'll do it. The, I'll, the do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Now, I assume there'd be words like, um, like, give me an example. What, what kind of word would we use here? Um, uh, let's say... Um, uh, paradigm. Paradigm. Let me do it. Let's see if we can do it. This would be a test, an early test of, uh, okay. of, of the right. program. So, pair, P-A-R. It's going to be easier for me to type as I do it. Sure. Not like, until you get the red dotted line that not, says incorrect. And, yeah. Para, or it finishes or it finishes the word for you. Is it P-A-R? Let's see. P-A-R-A. Mm-hmm. G N. That's not. Uh, right. What was the last letter you said there? G N N is it? Oh, N, paradigm. Sorry, <laughs> M is what I meant. So P A R A D I. That's exactly right. Yes. Yes. Okay. That was. I had to type it to know though, because I'm terrible. At yeah, we're not going to let head. you type. If we play this game, you've got to do it completely in your head. Yeah, this was rough for me growing up. Hands, for some reason. You'll have to put your hands on top of your head for the uh, for the visual. <laughs> I'm almost like worst case scenario because growing up, spelling was hard for me, and yeah. I just was never good at it and got through, but it was just by the hair of my teeth. Now we live in a world where we are actively encouraged to not worry about it because right. I know everything yeah. you can correct, everything gets a red dotted line, everything has something on the browser that says, did you mean this instead of what you searched for? Exactly. Like, all of it is like there to make up for that. And so I've never been forced to truly face how crappy I spell things. It's just totally. No, and same thing has happened to phone numbers. You know, you used to, as a kid, you had about a dozen, maybe a couple dozen phone numbers in your head. You knew your mom's phone number, you know, at work, you knew your grandparents' phone number, you knew, you know, this number and that number. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, I know my, uh, my mom's home phone number. I know Tina's cell phone. And I think, you know, maybe one or two others, but we don't have to remember phone numbers anymore. Like what if we get stuck somewhere without our cell phones and we have to call somebody, can I borrow your phone? Oh, you don't have my friend in your contacts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and the same thing with, like, I was just talking to Kim about this again the other day. I don't know her number. I, I really don't know my yeah. wife's number. I used to. I don't now. Because yeah. why? Because it's right here if I need it. It's exactly. Yeah, that's the problem. Now, she knows everybody's because she's some kind of weird, you know, perfect human, but I can't Savant, do Savant, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, that's all well and good. Let's move on to this quick email from a listener. Sure. This is from Omega9X, who usually is in the chat. Is he today? Might be. I'm not sure. Um, I, see him. Uh, I think I saw them earlier. Might be. Omega anyway, 9X. says a short time listener, first time caller, just wondering uh, as an actual artist, do you read comics differently than us? Oh, good. There's a comics question. Do you read comics differently than us normal people? I started reading mm. the all new Wolverine based on your recommendation. I probably spent 20 seconds tops looking at a page and then panels fly by with a short second glance at the art. Do you spend time admiring the art in the page? Something, or sometimes there is a spread and I zoom in and look and look, but most of my peripheral catches the action and moves on. Just wondering if you have a better appreciation after doing it for so long. Thanks for all your content and insight. Um, well, Jeez, Dane. Dane, I don't know because I don't read comics. I only watch television. And <laughs> he movies. only watches TV. The pictures have to move. <laughs> um, no, I I do look. 
I, I, art is a big part of it for me. I can't. For sure. I can't. Like, I, you could present to me one of the best written comics, but if the art is just bad or, or not appropriate or the style doesn't fit or whatever, it really takes me out of it. When the art yeah. and the and the writing like jive, like Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo, when they work together, or you know, there's always great combo artists and writers, and that's why you often see them do a lot together. Um, it's because that stuff just really jumps off the page. Uh, well, and I'm so, more distracted yeah. by bad art and comic books than than I think uh, I would be if I wasn't, you know, right. a, a budding drawer. Right. Yeah, and I'm and I'm always looking for like why is his head out of proportion or why is that guy's leg too long or you know, I can't yeah, I can't right. read or Rob right. Rob Liefeld had some amazing ideas. He made Deadpool, he made Cable, he's an amazing creator, but his art for sucked. Sure. And every time you'd see his art, it would take me away from whatever story is being told. Yeah. And everyone loves to make fun of Liefeld, but for me it was that simple. It was just like I can't I can't pay it was, attention. Uh, to for me Dave Cockrum. Not yeah. Dave Cockrum. I like Dave Cockrum. No, it was uh uh, oh my God! It was the guy who drew uh, Rom Space Knight, who made uh, Bus- Sal Sal Busema. Oh, there you Not go. to be confused with the fantastic John Busema. Yeah, or Busema. Busema. Are they brothers? They're not brothers, are they? Or are they? I'm pretty sure they're related in some. It's an unusual name. Some way. Yeah, it is. I'm trying to find my uh, my app here so I can actually point out. An Let's artist. see. He is the younger brother of John Busema. Mm. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here's the pronunciation. Busema, John Bus- or Sal Busema, and John Busema. And John, you like more than Sal. I love John Busema's art. I'm a huge fan of of John Busema's Spider-Man and 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 stuff like that. But Sal Busema or Silvio is his born name. Uh, always tended to if he drew any characters with their mouth open, it was always the same square mouth shape. Mm. Uh, it was like Mike Zeck and always drawing feet straight on so it looked like people were running around on pegs. Yeah. This happens. An artist will have a signature thing, like somebody yeah. will draw a and nose always a certain way. Yeah, yeah, and you'll see it every time you see that little nose accent, you'll go, Oh, there it is again. I'm I'm distracted from the story. I'm not paying attention. It totally is. Yep. But you know, you show me anything if you and kind of the the opposite is true, right? If you find out for me, if it's a find if I find out Kyle Baker is drawing something new, um, or drawing and writing something new? I'll immediately yeah, gravitate it's a no-brainer. To it. Read it, yeah. yeah. Same, same. I do this with Sean Murphy. He's probably my favorite creator right now. I really like Sean Murphy's work. Mm-hmm. If you've read any of that White Knight Batman stuff, man, he's good. He's not only writing, but he's doing all the art, and his style is just so freaking cool. He was born to draw Batman. That guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's your answer to your question, and if you've got questions. Send them in, themorningstream at gmail.com. In the meantime, this entire enterprise is fueled by you and your good graces at patreon.com slash TMS. Please keep that up. It's a brand new month. It's a perfect time to jump in. We'll be mentioning some names during the week. You could be one of them. Patreon.com slash TMS. In fact, if you sign up now, you will be one of them because I'm reading new names this week. Okay? New names. If you want to be read, you want to be talked about in glowing terms, there's never been a better time patreon.com slash tms and i think that's it oh uh, frogpants.com slash tms for everything else brian uh we should go with a song 
Sure. Let's go to uh, Matthias Persson, who wrote in and said, Hey, Scott and Brian, or hey, Scott and Brian, happy Cinnamon Bun Day. Didn't know that today was Cinnamon Bun Day, but oh, okay. Right. Uh, at least in Sweden it is. It's also my birthday, so I'd like to request a cover to myself uh, by the brilliant artist Lloyd Cole. Uh, P.S. Love the show. Greetings from the glorious country in the north, the kingdom of meatballs, hockey players, and put it together yourself furniture. Nice. <laughs> nice. Wait, did he say it was his uh, birthday? Yeah. He's celebrating his birthday? He's celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday to you. All right. Just Very making sure. Good. All right. So uh, Lloyd Cole, uh, boy, another musician who came up in the 80s, early 90s, Lloyd Cole, the commotion. So, uh, so such good stuff. Uh, Matthias wanted to hear his Leonard Cohen cover. He's actually done a couple. He did a cover of Famous Blue Raincoat, but he did this one as well. This is Chelsea Hotel Number no. Two, covered by Lloyd Cole from the "I'm Your Fan," the Songs of Leonard Cohen tribute. They came out in 191. Here is Lloyd Cole. Talking so loud and so sweet You were giving me a head On the unmade bed While the limousines wait in the streets And those were the reasons And that was New York We were running for the money and the play And that was called love For the workers in song Probably still is For those of them left And then you got away you just turned your back on the crowd Yeah, you got away I never once heard you say I need you I don't need you I need you I don't need you And all of that Jiving around I remember you well In the Chelsea Hotel you're famous, your heart was a legend You told me again that you preferred a handsome man But for me you would make an exception And clenching your fists for the ones like us Who are oppressed by figures of beauty Yeah, fixed yourself, you said Well, never mind, we are ugly But we have the music Mammy, you got away now, didn't you, babe? You just turned your back on the crowd Oh, you got away, I never once heard you say I need you, I don't need you, baby I need you, I don't need you And all of that jiving around Baby, I need you I don't need 
driving around I don't mean to suggest I loved you the best Can't keep track of each fallen robin I remember you well In the Chelsea Hotel I don't think of you that often This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You're just taking a missile up your tailpipe. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.